guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish, home of the best adulting advice on the planet. My name's Nina, one of your hosts. And I'm Christina, your other host. And did you know that we're on episode 34? Oh, are we? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's insane. That's like 34 years in podcast years. Yeah. But 34 weeks. Wow. It seems like so long ago. What? Yeah. Isn't I that crazy? That. I feel so old. No. <laughs> 34 <laughs> weeks old. Um, Yeah. I was just in awe of that. Thank you guys to everybody who's been subscribing, rating, leaving a review on iTunes and Stitcher. You're the best. It means so much to us. And... Thanks to everybody who's sending in questions and topics. We love hearing from you. If you want to send in a question, we haven't we haven't done an episode where we just like answer questions in a while. Not in a while. Maybe We've we should cool do people. that soon. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you guys like. Do you like it better when we just answer random questions? Do you like interviews more? Um, yeah, we want to know what you think. We like doing both. But. Yeah, we've had some really cool people. So today we have a very fascinating love expert, Jen Glantz from Bridesmaid for Hire. She gets hired by bridesmaids yeah it's amazing <laughs> if, you, if you couldn't catch it from the title yeah so she's very fascinating so we are gonna get her on the line and interview her hi jen hey jen hi hi how are you we're, we're good. good how are you i am good thank you so much for having me on the show yeah we're so excited to talk to you we're fascinated by we you are. you're one of a kind we've never heard of you before oh my, <laughs> oh my goodness that's so sweet thank you yeah so okay why don't you just let's start off why don't you tell our listeners um a little bit about you who you are what your deal is Sure. So my name is Jen Glantz. I am the founder of Bridesmaid for Hire, which sounds completely ridiculous, but that's the name of my company. (laughs) Strangers actually hire me to be their bridesmaid. Um, It sounds so crazy, but what basically happened to me was I was a bridesmaid for my friends so many times that I got this idea one day to why not try to do this for complete strangers who needed a female support system on their big day when they didn't have anybody else they were super close to. Uh, and flash forward two years, I've done it almost 60 times. I've worked with 60 brides and maid of honors. And I recently wrote the book, Always a Bridesmaid for Hire, to share some of the crazy adventures mm-hmm. I've lived through. I bet you have a lot of stories to tell. I can't oh, even yeah. imagine. So you've been doing this for two years. Yes. And what were you doing before this? I was a writer. I've always been a writer pretty much my whole life. And I was working full time at a tech startup. I loved my job. I loved what I was doing, but I really missed interacting with humans. You know, a lot of my job was sitting at a desk, looking at a computer screen from, you know, nine to 6 PM. So I was always craving starting something for myself. Yeah, no, I can imagine. So how did you, was there a time period where you were like, doing both of those things and then you transitioned into this full time or how did that work? Yeah. So I was doing both for a good year and a half and it honestly was so chaotic. I felt like I was working, you know, two full time jobs at once. I abandoned (laughs) my social life. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I didn't have a social life. I was working nonstop, but I also loved it. I really loved, you know, working full-time and making money, but then also creating my own opportunity on the side. There was something really, you know, like happily embraced, even though it was super stressful. Yeah, no, I can't even imagine. So how did you first, like, 
the first time you did this, how did that work? It was, you know, really nerve wracking the first time I did this because I started the business in a very odd way. I posted an ad on Craigslist offering my <laughs> services to strangers as a professional <laughs> bridesmaid. Um, you know, when you have a ridiculous idea, why not test it in a ridiculous place? And yeah. from there, I actually got about a couple hundred brides asking to learn more. They wanted to hire me. So that's when I realized, okay, we have a business idea here. And my first bride, uh, she was from Minnesota and she hired me because she actually fired her maid of honor <gasps> about two months before her wedding. Why? I know it sounds, it sounds like really strange and dramatic, but it happens more than we think. Uh, I think sometimes what happens is we, we ask our close friends, we ask friends we have who were not super close take on this role for us and it just becomes too much for them and you know in her case her maid of honor was was jealous and spiteful and uh wasn't there for her it was actually um you know making her more stressed out than she needed to be so I stepped in yeah I took on this role for her and I flew to Minnesota to be her bridesmaid for hire and it was just a really awesome experience getting to know her getting to try out this business idea and, and find out that it worked. Wow. Um, when you posted on Craigslist, was there other, um, like other ones that were similar to you? There was nothing like it out there. And why I chose Craigslist was because I wasn't sure where to test this idea out. I had this idea in my head for a couple of days and I knew that if I told anybody about it, they would call me crazy. So I knew that I couldn't, you know, post on Facebook about it or I couldn't tell my friends. So I figured why not try to post it somewhere where I can send it out to the universe anonymously and see (laughs) the Um, And it turned out that, you know, Craigslist was the place I went to. Yeah. So, so, so you stepped in as her maid of honor and did, did, so did you pretend to be her friend or like, how did that work at the actual wedding? In that first situation, she was very open hiring me told her friends and her family members that she did hire me so it wasn't pretending but since then I've worked a couple weddings where I had had to pretend it's been a complete secret from everybody (laughs) including the fiance and the family members and in that case I have to create a false identity of who I am so that's so cool though (laughs) so what's like the craziest alias that you've ever taken on Oh my goodness. One time I had to be, um, a bride's friend from college, but the weird part was she's 46 and I was like 27. Oh so you know, I, had to, I like had to pretend I was like a childhood genius, you know? And it was just, this was a story she wanted to go with too, which was so weird because there was clearly no way that I hope I don't look like I'm 46, you, you know? <laughs> oh my God. Did you, so did, did you pull it off? Like, did people believe that? I pulled it off only because anyone asked me questions, I just diverted it onto them. So if they were like, you know, how do you know the bride? And I said, college, I quickly was like, how do you know the bride? And didn't really give them much time to think (laughs) twice about it. Did she train you a little bit, though? Like, did you guys go out um, to get to know each other? So it's so crazy because... Yeah, you know, usually I talk to the bride on the phone a couple times before the wedding, but we never meet in person until the actual wedding day. So I walk into the, you know, the hotel room on the wedding to meet the bride for the very first time, usually in front of the other bridesmaids, which is completely crazy because you have to figure out who the bride is, Yeah, which isn't always so easy to do. And act like you've been (laughs) friends for years, too. That's so funny. So... 
Uh. Yeah, in my head, I walk in and say, don't say, this, don't say, oh my God, it's so nice to meet you. I'm like, make sure you say it's so good to see you, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, wait, so was the movie The Wedding Ringer based on you? I wish. I started my business a couple months before I heard about that movie, uh, but actually I became friends with the writers of the movie, and they've been writing that movie for like 10 years, so it was oh, just a coincidence. That's funny. That's good. That, that, yeah, because that was the first thing. In, yeah. Yeah. So we know that you also write speeches in some of your packages. Um, what's the key to writing a good speech? The key to writing a good made of honor speech is to keep it super short. It's yeah. not, you know, the best idea to, to throw in a million inside jokes you have. It's, it's just best to keep it short. Talk about how you know the bride, what she means you, how you know the groom, you know, when you met, um, mm-hmm. but keep it short, sweet. Don't try to be too funny, um, but mm-hmm. make sure it's under 90 seconds. Cause after that, people just want to hit the open bar. That's yeah. a good, that's a good one. And I think people don't realize like 90 seconds is actually pretty long. Yeah, like it is when you're talking. It is. Think about YouTube videos. Like none of us watch videos that are more than 90 seconds. You know, no. we want it to be super quick. That's yeah. true. So how do like people, I, I mean, in situations where, it's not a secret that you've been hired. How do people like the bride's families and friends like respond to you? Like, do they think that's weird? Yeah. At first, sometimes, you know, the other bridesmaids will look at me and be like, why is Jen here? I don't know her. Why would you hire her to do something <laughs> that we're, we're doing for you? Um, and I'm used to that. You know, I'm used to walking into a room and being the least liked person there. In case I just try to warm up to them, I try to help them out. The wedding day is super stressful, even for, you know, the maid of honor and the bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what I do is find a way to help them out. And in turn, then they realize about, about 30 minutes in, oh, wow, I'm glad Jen's here because <laughs> she can handle the dirty work while we go get, you know, our makeup and hair done. Yeah, holding the dress while she pees too, huh? <laughs> Wait. So, right. No, <laughs> your friends don't do that. <laughs> so is your business, like if somebody ca- signs up for this, you're going is it going to be you or do you have other employees who do this like to help you do more weddings it's been really cool since I started the business two years ago I've had about 15,000 women apply to work for me mm-hmm. which wow. has been That's so awesome and, and um yeah from that I have hired a couple to work with with me or for me. Uh, and I'm hoping to start a training program to teach the women who have applied how to start their own business whether it's to start their own bridesmaid for hire business or just any business they want. I'm all about, you know, female empowerment and creating your own opportunity. Yeah. So what's the most common, like, package that people pick? I'd say that a lot of people are into, you know, the in-person packages, but I do offer a virtual bridesmaid package. I'm pretty much your on-call therapist and just your wedding coach. Uh, I have a lot of brides who just use that where I'm, you know, on call for them 24 24- seven they can call me with questions problems challenges they're facing and I give them honest advice where sometimes you're will rip you off they'll tell you things that are in their best interest not yours I have no stake in the wedding process I'm simply there for the people so it's a package that brides really cling to because they and they want someone to call up when they have questions or just need to vent yeah, yeah. have any like friendships come out of weddings before they have. I've worked a couple weddings where at the end of them, I, I went up to the bride and was like, listen, I 
awesome. I would love to keep in touch. And I've made uh, some pretty cool friends from weddings I've worked. That's awesome. That's so cool. So you, okay, so you must get a ton of people signing up. How do you, and you obviously can't do every wedding. So how do you pick which ones you help with? Yeah. I always look to see what the story is. You know, when I started this business, my main goal was to help out people who really needed somebody in their life to support them, give them confidence, really pick them up during a time and they should be having uh, so I really want to know what the person's story is. I want to find out why they want to hire a bridesmaid for hire. You know, sometimes I get people who email me and they want to hire three bridesmaids because they want to have an even amount of bridesmaids and groomsmen. You know, that's that's not why I started the business. This yeah. business is yeah. really geared to helping toward helping people, and um, that's always been my, my priority. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, so, what's the weirdest wedding story that you have? Oh my goodness. I have so many. This is, um, I'd say the weirdest one is actually the, um, the last chapter of my new book. I wrote about it. Um, I was working with a bride for about 11 months before her wedding. We would talk on the phone once a week, a couple times a month. The night before I fly out to her wedding, she calls me up and she tells me that the man she's married is, and, um, wait, wait, sorry, it was you cut a out? crazy situation. Wait, wait, wait. The man, oh, I, I said that this is crazy. The man she's she's marrying is gay. Oh my oh god! Oh no, that is so scandalous. Wow. Yeah. So I won't. You know, I don't want to ruin the chapter in the book, but I really learned a lot about love and why people get married and how you can't really judge other people from from this wedding. It was a very weird situation, but also one that was personally life changing. Um, and you know, it was a uh, it was a crazy adventure to be on. I feel like you could also be a dating coach, too. I wish. You know what the thing is? You know, people are good at helping other people when they're terrible in their own life. Like, I am the worst dater in the world. But <laughs> I have so much advice for people. You know, that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. I was going to, does this affect, does this affect, like, your, your dating? You know what? When I was going on a lot of dates, especially last year, and guys were like, oh, what do you do? And I said, I was a bridesmaid for hire, you know, pretty much they would spit out the whiskey from their mouths. They were, (laughs) you know, in shock hearing the job I did. And, um, a lot of times they'd look at me like, really, that's what you do. You're wasting your life. But I was a proud female entrepreneur and I had to, that. So a lot of the dates I went on turned into me defending my business. And Mm -hmm. a lot of guys also turned off for me because they thought I was wedding upset. I want to get married and that's totally not yeah um have you ever been like ended up on a reality show like bridezilla or say yes to the dress I wish (laughs) I think my my dream would be to be on one of those shows and just to help brides you know figure out what they actually want out of their wedding and to change them from being bridezillas to being actual human beings enjoying their wedding adventure do you experience a lot of um like helping bridezillas I do. And I I honestly can't blame a bride for becoming a bridezilla. I think that the whole wedding process is just super stressful. So Mm -hmm. I've kind of been, you know, the bridal whisperer. I can walk (laughs) into a room and and tame any bridezilla I have to face. That's a good I'm surprised. Has no one, like, offered you a reality show? Like... 
Oh my God, I wish. I think that would be like the coolest opportunity. I would love to, you know, give people behind the scenes of what this job is actually like. I hope that's in the cards for the future. I'm like honestly surprised that no one's approached you about that because I feel like that'd be something like, I mean, I would watch it. I would watch it for sure. Oh my God, thank you. I, I would love to. It's definitely a dream of mine. So we'll see what happens. Maybe this year will be the year. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure like, you know, weddings naturally already have the drama in it. So they don't need to fake that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I think there's actually too much drama in weddings. That's why people don't have reality shows because people would be just gawking at the TV the whole time. That's true. What, so what's been like the most dramatic wedding you've been to? Uh, I had such drama at one um, this past August. It was in um, Staten Island, and five minutes before the bride is about to walk down the aisle, she pulls me into a room, shuts the door, and she says to me, Jen, I don't want to do this. I hate (gasps) the groom. I don't want to do this. And her maid of honor is like banging on the door telling her to come out don't talk to me um and I'm just standing there and I'm, I'm shaking nothing like this has ever really happened before yeah so I was like listen you don't have to do this you know I'll call us an uber we'll get pizza we'll call it a night yeah. it's totally up to you and um you know it was a very interesting situation that she turned to me the stranger and right. not her her group of friends probably because she knew what her friends would say yeah yeah, that, and I'm not going to judge her, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm never going to see her again. So mm-hmm. oftentimes we tell strangers things we're terrified to tell our own friends because we know strangers don't know what to say to us to make us feel better. They tell us the truth. Yeah. Right. So you're like basically a therapist. <laughs> yeah, definitely an unofficial therapist who has just seen it all and done it all that I think brides are comfortable coming to me because anything they throw at me is not going to be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did, what did she end up doing? Did she end up not marrying him? So very long story, you know, short, she ended up going through with it, but you can tell she didn't want to do it. And the whole night was just so crazy. It was an outdoor wedding and it rained the whole time. Her cake fell on the floor. It was like, (gasps) yeah, like everything that could go wrong went wrong. Did, are they still together? Do you know, do they stay together? I don't know. It's been on my to-do list to text her, call her and follow up with her because I I do, I am curious to see, uh, but you know, I have a feeling they did stay together. I think that sometimes right before the wedding, you get just this terrible case of cold feet and you don't know what you're thinking. And, um, you know, I'm not sure, but my guess is that they are still together. Yeah. I wanted to ask that. Like, I mean, I feel like that's like the stereotype, like everyone gets cold feet. Is that true? Like, do you see that? I do. I see that a lot. And it's not necessarily because the person has negative feelings toward the person they're marrying anymore. But sometimes it just happens because there's so much pressure surrounding the wedding. You want it to go perfectly. And because of that, your mind is jumbled. You don't know how you feel about anything anymore. So I do see a lot of that. And I think there's a right way to handle it and a Mm -hmm. wrong way to handle it. And the wrong way is to tell them it's going to be okay, just go along with it. You know, the right mm-hmm. way is to give them an out and see if they take it. And usually they don't. Oh, wow. Um, have you, okay, you know the part in the wedding where they say, um, if anyone doesn't think that these two belong together or something to, something to that <laughs> um, effect, um, has anyone ever spoken out during that time? I've never seen that, but my biggest fear is like someone's cell phone's going to go off and then oh, it'll be yes. like this weird sign, you know? Um, no, that's never happened, but, um, 
I've always wanted to see that happen. And I have a feeling it'll happen at my own wedding. You know, that'll be like, <laughs> that'll happen to me. Lock the doors and security. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, have yeah. there ever security. been any like ex-girlfriends or boyfriends that showed up at weddings and as a guest and like they were invited? Yeah. So that wedding I, I mentioned where the bride kind of flipped out. I think what set her off, she said, was that an ex-girlfriend had shown up at the wedding and oh the groom gosh. swore she wasn't invited. And then there she was. So, oh um, so there's sometimes, but there's also times when I've had couples invite their exes to weddings and, you know, they're, they're fine with them now, which I yeah. think is weird. I would want my exes nowhere near my wedding, you same, know? Same, yeah. yeah. Me neither. Yeah. So you must like, you must learn a lot about what you would want eventually for your own wedding through this. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I mean, I've been to so many weddings that if I ever get married, I want to keep it simple. I want it to be under $1,000. Is that I possible? To have, yes, because <laughs> I want it to be so untraditional. I want to order like Domino's pizza or Papa John's. And, yeah, like, that's awesome. That's it. Like that's all the food we're going to have. Like I want it to feel like a birthday party and not so much a formal event. Yeah, I love that. Do you have a um, favorite wedding song? Ooh, um, I think about this all of the time. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I think my song that I want to walk down the aisle to is um, Beatles in my life. Um, mm. There's just a couple parts of that song that just make my heart like, I don't know. I just like I love that song. And I've always pictured myself walking down the aisle to it. Yeah. OK, back to the. Okay, well, do any of the groomsmen try to hook up with you? I wish. My mom is always, she's always hoping I go to these weddings and I meet the guy of my dreams. But the only guys who hit on me at weddings are like the six-year-old uncles who are drunk, you know? Oh, God. That surprises me. I know, but you know what I think it is? I'm so busy. I'm running around like crazy. I am don't have the time to really meet anybody at these weddings. And it's so come and go that I don't really have the time to even flirt. And I'm also a really awkward flirt. So it might just be <laughs> me and not them. Do you, so is there a wedding planner and you? Yeah, sometimes there is. And it's like so interesting because we, we both do completely different jobs. So the wedding planner focuses on the thing. She helps the vendors, the venue. She makes the whole wedding come together. My job is strictly to babysit the people, you know, make yeah. sure they're not hung over, make sure they know what they're doing, um, hug them when they're crying. So yeah. I'm strictly the people person and the wedding planner is the things person. Yeah. So can can you tell us about the biggest bridezilla you've ever had? I actually did a wedding um, for a lesbian couple, and both of them in this situation had big type A personalities. Oh, so God. It, wow. was, it was really hard because it was almost like dealing with two bridezillas at once. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, um, you know, really hard. They had a lot of demands. They were ordering me around doing, you know, crazy things. I think I had to find um, – we. It was, in, it was in Nevada, the wedding, and um, we they wanted me to find them tampons, but, like, the only tampons <laughs> the hotel had were cardboard, yeah. And, yeah, which nobody likes. No right? one no. likes that. No, no but, like, it was them? just, like, a nightmare to find them, like, the exact tampons they wanted. The whole thing was just crazy. Oh, God. Oh, what's, like, the cra what's, like, the craziest demand you've ever gotten from a bride? Um, I've had brides who have asked their bridesmaids to like lose weight, grow their hair, oh my things like that. And that, I mean, like I've never agreed to do any of that and I've always put a stop to it, but I've heard of situations like that where you're just like, 
these are people are your friends, yeah. you know, they should look like they look and right. people, that always makes me so upset to hear. I know they act like it's like the Oscars or something and they're going down the red carpet. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Like these people are your friends who you love and you cherish. So, you know, why do you want to make their hair grow longer? Like love them for who they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the craziest dress or makeup or hair bride made you wear? I once had to wear a dress. It was eggplant purple, which is not the bad part, but the dress had so many layers on it. Like it felt like they went to a fabric store, bought the whole sheet of of fabric. (laughs) It was so bad. Like I was sweating profusely underneath it. I had to tie up the ends with a hair tie because it was just suffocating. Oh my God. I can't even. uh... Do you keep like the dresses that you wear to the weddings? I do. I so I live in New York City. I live in a um, one bedroom apartment converted into two, which means my room is half of the living room, <laughs> and my pan- my my closet is a pantry in the kitchen where I store my forty plus bridesmaid dresses. Oh, it is like totally. twenty seven dresses to yeah. the team. Yeah, that's what like I was literally just real say. life. Have you that's ever awesome. reworn any of them? I have. I've tried to find like weird ways to rewear them. So I've, I've like taken them and worn like a t-shirt over it. Um, you know, have tried to, but honestly it's, it's impossible. It's so hard to do because they're not that cute and you're honestly never going to wear them again. Cause where are you going to wear them to another wedding? But then you're going to look like the outcast bridesmaid, you know, they have, they're just, it's hard to rewear them. So why do you keep them? To me, they're almost like my treasures. You know, I look at them and I see stories inside of them. And and in some weird way, they're like my scrapbook of these weddings that I've I've lived and I survived. Yeah. If you ever have a daughter one day, she'll have fun um, playing dress up in those. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) You know, so my friends, when they go to weddings and they need dresses, they come over and they take a dress. And my rule is if you find a dress you like, you have to keep it. So if you borrow a dress from me, you have to keep it. You can never bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) that's a good rule it's like pass it on yeah like this like the sisterhood of traveling bridesmaid (laughs) dresses oh my god um okay so for future us one day when we go to our friends weddings um what are some tips what are the biggest mistakes that bridesmaids make I think the number one mistake is that they don't know how to say no. And that happens a lot when the bride or the maid of honor is asking them to spend, you know, a lot of Mm -hmm. money on something, whether it's the bridal shower, the bachelorette party, Uh, you can spend close to $1,500 as a bridesmaid, which when you're doing it a couple times a year can Mm -hmm. really add up. So as a bridesmaid, you need to set a budget and you need to learn how to say no, only do what you can afford to do and don't stretch yourself to do things that are going to cost you a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, I feel like weddings nowadays are just in general are so expensive. Like, what is your opinion on all that? Like, I just feel like like a lot of my sister's friends are getting married and she tells me about how much money they spend on their wedding. And I'm just like, and that's like one day. It's a one day. Yeah, I think it's crazy. It's eight hours of your life and people are spending, you know, close to 100 grand. And I think that it's a huge waste of money. But Mm -hmm. we live in a world where we try to one up each other. We Mm -hmm. see everything on social media. And I think people are planning weddings that are less of their dreams and more of everybody else's dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. true. It just seems like it's getting more and more out of control. Yeah. And I feel like the honeymoon should cost more than the actual wedding. Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, that's like a, that's like an amazing thing. And I think that if you have that much money to spend, you should put it in your bank account and use it for something other than an eight hour party for people you hardly care about. Yeah. Like I would rather like have a really small wedding and then like 
go on a nice honeymoon and buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a car. Yeah. Or clothes or something. Yeah, Me exactly. Too. Like something Me that too. will last longer than a day. But I yes. Know. I mean, I guess, yeah. yeah, the pictures, but you can take pretty pictures, like, regardless of how much it costs. Yeah. Of course. And I think that, you know, it's really about just doing what you want to do and not following these ancient traditions that you have no idea what they even mean anymore. Yeah, I agree. So have you ever had to drop any clients like midway through? I have, you know, I've had some, um, people hire me and they think the job is, you know, more of being their life personal assistant. So, um, you know, I've had brides hire me, but then they're asking me to like do things for them that have nothing related to their wedding. And in those cases, you really have to set your boundaries and make them aware that, you know, this is not being your, you know, personal assistant for life. You know, this is being there for you and your wedding. So there's been times when I've had to, you know, stop working with clients. Um, and I guess that's just how business is. Not everyone is a perfect fit for you. So do you like make them sign a contract at the beginning that like lays out what you will and won't do? Yeah, a lot of that and a lot of, you know, the, how, what the package is going to be. A lot of that's great doing up front so that everybody's on the same page and it doesn't get awkward, you know, later on. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like you have to be really, um, <laughs> strict about I feel like people could easily take advantage of that mm-hmm. oh yeah and I, I mean I learned the hard way you know I was a poetry major in college I had no <laughs> idea how to start a business so yeah. you kind of learn by just making mistakes and figuring it out as you go speaking of that um like how did you tell like at what point did you finally tell like your friends your family what you were doing So when I posted the Craigslist ad, it was completely anonymous. And I honestly didn't think anyone would ever see it. I was just under this impression that um, nobody would see it. But then they did. It went viral. I put my name on the ad. And um, when the ad went viral, I had to call up my parents and my my friends and tell them that I did this. And shockingly, they were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I think it just kind of went along with my personality to do Mm -hmm. something like this. So um, nobody, none of my close friends or family members thought it was crazy. Of course, some strangers did, but they were really supportive. So you told them like your first wedding. Oh yeah, way before that. So when the ad started taking off, I uh, you know told them about it, and they knew they were proud, they were excited for me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so that's so supportive. Funny. I know. Um, have you ever seen a bride or groom leave at the altar? I haven't. I have not seen that yet. Um, you know, I hope I never get to see that, but mm-hmm. I do hear it happens. And um, it's just, again, one of those things where there's just so much jitters that surround the day that I can absolutely see it happen, too. Yeah. Um, do you, like, still catch yourself getting super emotional at weddings or has it gotten old for you since you've been to so many? It's so crazy because I am like such not, I'm like not a hopeless romantic at all, but I do still cry at weddings. I I find myself tearing up like a baby sometimes during the vows. Um, just, just, you know, hoping that one day I find myself standing beside someone Mm -hmm. looking into their eyes like these couples do. And, um, so yeah, I I do still find myself crying, which is crazy. I should be immune to this by now. Yeah. Yeah. The vows really get me too. It's like the poetry, the poet in them comes out and they're not even a poet. (laughs) Right. And it just makes you, you know, tear up no matter who it is or what they're saying. So do they ever have you write their vows? 
Yeah, sometimes they do, which I think, you know, also could seem weird, but not everyone's a writer, but a mm-hmm. lot of us have these feelings inside of us we don't know how to express. So right. writing vows is one of my favorite things to do because I'm a professionally trained writer and I'm glad I can help these people, you know, pull out those emotions and say them in a very nice way. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how do you go about doing, like, how do you help someone write their vows? Like, do you ask them questions or do you just say like, tell me what you want me to say? Like, how does it work? So a lot of times what I do is I learn a lot about them. I find out about their love story, how they met, who they are, and I truly find out as much as I possibly can from them. And from that, then I start writing the speech based on what I know and based on, uh, you know, the story that I want to tell for them. Yeah. What's the youngest couple like you've ever done and the oldest? I think the youngest I've done is probably like 23 and the oldest, hmm, the oldest maybe 50. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. Where's the farthest that you've ever had to travel to? The farthest I've ever traveled to, I live in New York, so I I went to um, Nevada for a wedding and uh, the cool, uh, one cool thing I did was I married, um, I was a bridesmaid for a couple from Australia who got married in Times Square. So I was their <gasps> New York City bridesmaid. Oh my god! That gosh. is such a beautiful moment. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> it so, was, it was awesome. So have you ever had, you've never had to travel out of the country yet? Not yet, but it's totally something I would love to do. I have my passport just waiting. Yeah, that's so, how does that, like, well... Do they pay for you to fly? Yeah, they pay for the flight, accommodations, the wow. dress also. It's all paid for. Okay, that's that's good. This seems like so... It seems like a dream job to me. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it, but I promise you it is, it is not. I mean, it's so chaotic and stressful. I leave weddings. I have blisters all over my body. I have, you know, it's, it's yeah. a really hard job where you're running around dealing with a lot of things and people and... I say it's anything but glamorous. Uh, I love it, but it's just one of those jobs that sounds glamorous. But in the end, it's it's you know you're. I call myself a warrior. You know, you're really yeah. at battle trying to hold everything together. Do you do more than one wedding at once, or do you just do one at a time? I mean, like at once, as in like in the same. You know what I'm saying? Not actually yeah. at once. <laughs> Yeah, so I've um, many times I've actually worked two weddings a weekend. So I'll board a plane, get there Saturday morning, leave Sunday morning for a wedding on Sunday in a different state. That's extremely stressful, but it happens a lot. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. So then, are you going? So then, are you going to all the like, um, what are they called? Like bachelorette parties too. Sometimes, not always. Um, depending on the bride, sometimes she'll want me to come to her bachelorette party or her bridal shower, but um, that's always up to her. And, uh, you know, usually it doesn't happen, but there has been times where I, I've gone to those. Yeah. What's been the um, wildest one you've been to? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. I did a bachelorette party um, at a casino in Connecticut where the bride went missing. <gasps> and <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And it was just like crazy. No one could find her. Turns out she was back in the hotel room, you know, like kind of passed out, but also on the phone with room sor- service, like ordering the entire menu. <laughs> it was oh, like, my God. It was like hilarious, but also... Uh, crazy to see at the same time that's so stressful I can't (laughs) um what's been like the biggest are there any like big scandals that have happened at weddings like I don't know 
Yeah, I had one once where um, a bride's mom decided to bring her own decorations to the wedding. So she like arrived on the wedding day with a box of these like stuffed decorative birds. Oh god! And she started putting them out on all of the tables, and the bride almost had a heart attack and was like, "Jen, I need you to do whatever you can to just make sure this doesn't happen." Um, so I, when the mom wasn't looking, I boxed up all the birds and like threw the box away and the mom was like panicking she had no idea where the birds went and I had to just pretend like I didn't either because the bride was gonna <laughs> oh lose her mind over these birds oh yeah my God. it is about the bride um what's been the best day that you've been paired up with the best day or the best uh date date like the other groomsmen yeah Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't even have one that stands out. I think that's just like, normally I'm paired with the married ones. So it's not even like I have anyone who's like remotely interesting, but, um, I've had some awesome dance partners. I, cause when you're a bridesmaid, you're paired up with the groomsmen, you usually make an entrance into the wedding reception. And I did have one groomsman who like picked me up and kind of like flew me in, which was really fun to, to do, <laughs> cool. but scary. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, can we talk about food? Because you must get to eat a lot of the food. Oh, yeah. And I think it's always interesting to see what people pick, like, as their menu and their cake and stuff. What's been, like, the best, like, food you've had? I think, and I'm, I mean, I'm just a pizza obsessed person, but yeah. I had a bride, I had a bride who had a fancy dinner, fancy food. And then she did this thing called a midnight snack. So like 11 PM, 1130, she ordered in like delivery pizza. Um, and that was amazing. Cause by 1130, 12 o'clock, all you want to do is like stuff your face with something mm-hmm. really greasy. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. I've had people do like extravagant dessert bars, which are awesome because you can't have too much of those like milkshake making machines. And oh, then no um, cool. I've had people who have served like um, popcorn and like little buckets that, you know, it's just like really cool, unique type of food is the trend more yeah. so that than like the steak and salmon. It's now mm-hmm. a little bit of the boring food, but then a whole bunch of like fun side food also. Yeah. What about like what's been the best cake you've ever seen? Oh my goodness, cake. Um I thought the coolest thing I've ever seen was this was a couple years ago when it was trendy were cake pops. That was instead of the cake. Um oh. but I've seen naked cakes are also the trend now where there's no icing on the outside. Mm. Um just I I mean I've I'm never a huge heard of cake that. person. Yeah, I'm a huge cake and dessert person, so I'm easily impressed by all of this. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. If it's a naked cake, so there's no frosting, doesn't that look Sometimes ugly? Um, well, like, so, like, imagine, like, funfetti cake. So, it, like, on the outside, sometimes it'll be, like, have, like, the sprinkle look on the outside oh, or okay. um, in the dough. Or sometimes the, the frosting will be, like, in between the layers. Um, it, it, yeah, it definitely has a weird look to it, but that's been like a new trend that's been going on. Do people still stuff each other's faces with cake? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I think do. And, and traditions like that are kind of corny to me. Oh my God. What do you see, um, brides? Like how is their hair now? Is a trend to have your hair up or down? The big trend now is to have it down. You know, a huge trend that brides are doing is putting in clip-in extensions to just add more volume and length. And also when you curl extensions, they stay longer. So no matter how great your hair is, having extensions in will hold those curls in for longer. And I find that that's been the trend is, you know, long hair down and curled. Do you ever meet couples and like, 
think like that they shouldn't be together. <laughs> I do. I I do. So, you know, I, especially early on in my career, I'd meet couples and I'd be like, really, you're marrying each other. And, um, you know, the more weddings I've worked and the more I've learned about love through these weddings, I've learned that you really can't judge a person's relationship. You know, you only know a tiny fraction of it. You really don't know it. Um, so while I might think that on the occasion, I don't know if there's really that much truth to it because it's really hard to judge, you know, two people who claim to be in love. Yeah. Who's usually the hardest person to deal with at a wedding? The mother of the bride is usually the hardest. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, oftentimes because, you know, maybe because she's paying for the wedding or maybe because she wants to show off the wedding or maybe because she just cares for her daughter so much that she mm -hmm. wants it to go perfect. And because of that, you know, oftentimes she comes with a lot of drama and stress and questions. And uh, it's usually hard working with, I think, the mother of the bride. What about the mother-in-law? What about the mother of the groom? Usually they're pretty easy to work with, but sometimes the mother and the mother of the bride and the groom clash. So I've had that before where the mother of the groom like threatened not to come to the wedding like the oh night before. Yeah. So yeah. So I've drama. had like situations like that where you're like, oh my God, just mother, mother's not getting in along. Yeah. I can't even, that's like my worst nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Um, who is your dream celeb bride that you would want to stand next to and help out at her wedding? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I would say, and she's already married, so it doesn't count, but Blake Lively. I love her. Oh I think she's gosh, so awesome. Yeah, she's so I, cool. And I also have like a serious crush on Ryan Reynolds. So maybe it would have been like my best friend's wedding where I try to like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Funny. I love both of them. Have yeah. you ever had any like cheating situations? Like, have you witnessed that? Not that I know of, um, which is good. But again, I do hear that that happens. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I don't know. It's interesting. So do you like enjoy going to all these weddings or like what's like the hardest part about it besides like, I mean, emotionally, what's the hardest part? I know like you're doing a ton of stuff, but. I would say emotionally it's um, dealing with people at a very tough time. Weddings are supposed to be fun and happy, but usually they're not. They're the opposite. They're chaotic and stressful. And, you know, my job is to deal with people during those times. So I deal with people who have a range of emotion in five minutes, you know, yeah. they can be happy, sad, scared, crying, nervous in five minutes. And you deal with a lot of that. So it is emotionally tolling, you know, when you're that go-to person for people for 12 hours, you know, you leave there and your brain is just on fire and, um, you need to rest. So yeah. doing two of those a weekend or a couple of those a month, it is a very tolling job. It's beautiful. I love it. I love people and I love doing this for people, but yeah, it's definitely exhausting. How do you balance doing this as a business and like going to your friends' weddings? Like, do they expect you to do this for them for free as like your, their friend? Yeah, I've had a, a couple of friends in the past two years ask me to be a bridesmaid for their weddings. And it's been it's been really cool because in those situations, I really don't do anything. I'm like the worst bridesmaid ever <laughs> because I feel like I'm off duty, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of sit back and relax and realize, you know, it's not my show to run. And um, so it's kind of like I turn off the bridesmaid for hire and I just become Jen, the friend who just does what she can, but doesn't try to run the show. Yeah. Are you allowed to bring a date? I wish I, I never get a plus one, even for my friends' weddings. It's, it's rude. Really? 
Yeah, I've never been given a plus one. I think that's because they're scared I'm going to bring like a stranger off the street. But let me be the judge of who I bring, yeah. you know. But um, that's no, I've never been me. given it. I know, I know. Hopefully this year I'll get a plus one finally from somebody. <laughs> Is there any like wedding that stands out as your all-time favorite? Um, I had a moment at a wedding a couple months ago where just watching the bride and groom interact was just so incredible. It really made me realize like true love is out there and that people, um, you know, really have these strong connections. So I just, I think sometimes when you have a great couple who's really madly in love, it makes the whole experience so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What about like the prettiest, like aesthetically wedding, like the location, the the decorations, all of that? I did a wedding uh, in New York City, actually, that overlooked the Statue of Liberty, and that was so cool. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, as the ceremony was happening, the sun was setting, and the view was just incredible. It was so, so, so beautiful. Uh, it was just, to me, you know, like the perfect New York City wedding. Do you ever, like, hire – or you don't hire. Do you ever get hired and then, like, realize you hate the bride? You know, sometimes that'll happen where I don't necessarily hate them, but we don't connect as much or there's a lot of differences between us. But in the end, you have to realize, you know, this is this is a profession and, you know, I'm the employee for them. So you have to make it work. It's a customer service job and you have to just find a way to to learn their personality, respect them and work with them. Mm-hmm. How, like what kind of things made you not like connect with them? Like what 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 frustrates you when you're dealing with a bride, I guess? I would say a bride that, um, you know, isn't really open to advice or listening, but instead wants to complain. I think that, you know, in your wedding situation, there's going to be so many opportunities to complain or be stressed out. And that's when you should really open up and let people help you. There's always a solution for any problem. And the solution you have of being just angry and upset isn't going to get you anywhere. Um, so when I have a bride who's just not open to listening, but just wants to complain, um, that's hard because I'm a very go-getter. Let's fix this kind of person. So, um, that can be a struggle. Do most people have a lot of bridesmaids or is it like, I feel like recently more people have been doing less Mm -hmm. bridesmaids. I've had a lot of people who have had like 10, 12 bridesmaids and then some people who have had like zero or two. Yeah. 12 is so many. What do you think is like a good number? Like, I would say three is a great number. I think more than that, you're going to give yourself a massive headache. If you have a ton of friends, let them be wedding guests. That's mm-hmm. equally as fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see like a lot of like cat fight? Like I feel like people get so butthurt over if they get picked to be a bridesmaid or mm-hmm. maid of honor. Like have you ever yeah. dealt with that? <laughs> I've had people just get so upset when they weren't picked, when they were picked. I think in the end, um, just being able to be there for the bride, no matter what your role is, is, mm-hmm. is an awesome, awesome thing to do. And, you know, it shouldn't matter what your role is. It should just matter that you're being there to support the bride. And even if you don't like the maid of honor, or you don't like the other bridesmaids, it's all about learning how to deal with them for just a short period of time. You're not marrying these people, you know? Yeah, yeah that's true. Would you ever invite any of your clients to your wedding? I would love to. My dream is to have them all be there as wedding guests. I've oh. always thought that'd be so cool. Yeah, to I'm have telling them you, come this to really my wedding. should be a movie. Yeah, it should. Oh. Well, I just think. Have you ever thought about going on The Bachelor? 
I actually applied. So I you applied did? a couple years ago before I had this business and I like, got to the interview process and I, I wrote a whole chapter about this in my first book, how um, it was, I'm like the most awkward person in, in person. It's really funny. And when I filmed my interview for them, I had like lipstick all over my teeth and, oh my God. um, yeah, but I, I tried out, I mean, I would love to, I think that I would do really well cause I can handle women, you know, I know yeah. how to deal with women. So I think that I'd be like really good on the show because I can handle a million different personalities at once. I think, I so think you should go back on now that you have this because I feel like they would totally want you on there. Yeah. I would, I would love to. As long as I liked who The Bachelor was, I, I don't think I could fake it if I didn't. Yeah, yeah, but honestly, at this, do you watch? Oh, you watch it, obviously, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you like Nick? I don't really like him. Me neither. Um, Me neither. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a favorite. I don't. He's not. House. He's he wouldn't be my choice. Yeah. So hopefully the next Bachelor season, um, Ooh, you'll like him. What if one of those couples hired you? I think that would be so much fun. That'd it would be, be really, really cool. Yeah, that'd be a great spinoff reality show. Yeah, I seriously, I think you should re- reapply. I think you would get mm-hmm. on and it would be so, if nothing else, it'd be good for um, your business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, totally. Yeah, I think I will. I mean, why not give it a shot? Yeah, you should. You'd be good. If it was voting, I would vote for you. Yeah, <laughs> they should make it like that. Yeah, they should. They really should. They really should. At this point, there's no difference, mm-hmm. to be honest. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Um, so, like, have you ever thought about expanding your business? Like, what about doing, like, wedding dates? That would be cool. I thought about that. Um, I don't know if that's something that I would necessarily want to do, perhaps in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for right now, it's a plateful, um, just dealing with brides. But I think that that can be definitely something to consider in the future. Yeah. Do you like see yourself? How long do you see yourself doing this? I don't know. I always say to myself and I, I say this about myself living in New York city. I've been here five years and I say the same thing about living here as I do my business. You know, if one day I wake up and say, I can't do this anymore, I'm going to leave. New York's too expensive to live in if you suddenly wake up hating it. And running a business is way too hard to do if your heart's not in it. So I think the day I wake up and say, I can't do this anymore will be the day I stop. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself doing that anytime soon, but you never know. Life throws you curveballs. Things change. Right now, I love it and I'm proud of it and I want it to grow and expand. And I have so many amazing stories to keep on sharing. So um, you know, I don't know. And I, I did a wedding once where there was a six year old bridesmaid. So maybe this job has no age limit to Aww. it. Yeah. Have you ever thought about doing like a YouTube channel and like vlogging all your weddings? <laughs> I do. So I have a YouTube channel now where I um, just give advice. It's called the professional bridesmaid. And I give advice on like really honest, blunt advice on uh-huh. how to make your wedding better and how to be a bridesmaid without stressing yourself out. So I like doing it to give honest advice. Um, I, maybe yeah in the future I'd love to like film behind the scenes at weddings that'd be fun too that'd be so cool I feel yeah. like people would I would watch that I think it'd Definitely. be hilarious yeah that'd um, be awesome yeah so okay so you have two books right I do my first one is all my friends are engaged and I wrote that in 2013 about my chronicles of being you know perpetually single girl <laughs> when all my friends were getting married um And my second one comes out February 7th. It's called Always a Bridesmaid for Hire. And it's stories about growing up, uh, finding love, which has been impossible, (laughs) and walking down the aisle for strangers. Just what it's been like being this bridesmaid for hire for for complete strangers and what I've personally learned about life and love from them. 
Yeah, no, that's very cool. I feel like you have so many stories. I can't even imagine, like... You need to, like, publish a diary. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of what this book is because I think what happened was, you know, people were always asking me for stories, and I sat down and just wrote them all. And, you know, as I read through this book, it really brings back memories of my first wedding, life before I was a bridesmaid for hire, and just a lot of incredible moments that have happened that I never want to forget about and I really want to be honest with people about. Yeah. Do you have any regrets from any of your weddings? Ooh, regrets. Um, I would say not dancing more on the dance floor is always a regret. I mean, no time. Yeah, there's going to be very few years where I could break it down as good as I can right now. Mm -hmm. So that's usually regret. Have you ever um, taken dance lessons because you've been to so many weddings and you felt obligated to dance? I haven't. Um, I have always liked dancing and have done some like dancing in the past. So I love the dance floor. I have no problem, you know, being the first one on it. It's kind of like, you know, (laughs) one of my skills. So yeah, I I like dancing. Yeah. Although sometimes I've been to a few weddings where the DJ was not, not the, the best. (laughs) Oh yeah. Which is too bad. That ruins everything. Yeah. Total mood killer. Yeah, definitely. They have to be good. Um, yes. Yeah. So, this has been so fun. Um, why don't you tell our listeners like all the places they can find you? Cool. You can find me on social media at, at Jen Glance. You can check me out jenglance.com or just check out Bridesmaid for Hire for itself, bridesmaidforhire.com. And you could find my new book, Always a Bridesmaid for Hire, everywhere, but especially on Amazon if you want to get it tomorrow. Yes. That's and awesome. it comes out comes out February 7th, okay. but you can pre-order it right now and get like 40% off. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, do that. And yeah, it's coming out soon. That's so exciting. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you so much. I cannot wait. Yeah. So yeah, thanks again. This has been like amazing. Thank I you feel so like, much for coming yeah, on. you're so interesting. Very oh, so thank you. This has, been a, <laughs> this has been a blast. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course. Okay. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Okay, that was fun. That was awesome. She's, she's literally one of a kind. Yeah, she. That's so interesting, and I'm I'm shocked. I think it's so funny that the wedding ringer like came out at, like the same time. Yeah, and she's friends with the writers yeah. too. What are the chances of that? But I'm surprised more people aren't trying to copy her. I really want that reality show to. I know I want somebody. You I think that'd be that. such a good show. I don't. I'm like really confused why that's not a thing. Like yeah. Well, she, she be, just maybe she hasn't been discovered by the right people yet. Well, maybe she will get discovered. You guys share this episode so that people discover her because we want a reality show <laughs> and you probably do too because <laughs> the Bachelor's getting a little dry now that yeah. they're everybody's just going on there and then selling tea toxes, but. No shade, <laughs> but but a lot of shade. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Make sure you send in questions to actuallyadultish.com or actuallyadultish at gmail.com. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave a rating and review. Tell everybody you know. Um, share it on Facebook. Post it on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at actuallyadultish. And yeah, we're going to talk to you again next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.